Grace, mercy, and peace be with you all from God our Creator and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Poor Jonah. He's such a mess. He's a prophet, you know. And their whole job is to go where God tells them to go and say what God tells them to say. So when God says, Jonah, go to Nineveh and cry out against their evil, you would expect him to go and cry out. But Jonah, God's prophet, goes in the opposite direction. Jonah just hates Nineveh. They were Israel's cruel enemy. He doesn't want God to forgive them, and it's dangerous to go there. He just doesn't want to go to Nineveh. He thinks God is asking too much of him. So instead of heading east to Nineveh, he goes down to Joppa, and he buys a ticket for Tarshish as far west as he can imagine. He flees from God. Jonah is going down, down to Joppa, then down into the hold of the ship while the sailors on deck are terrified by the storm. When Jonah tells them the storm is his fault and they should throw him overboard, well, then he sinks down into the sea. The more Jonah flees from God, the farther down he goes. But God isn't done with Jonah. God sends a huge fish to swallow him, and down he goes into its belly. And that is where we find Jonah tonight. Apparently, being in the stinky belly of a fish clarifies one's perspective. <laughs> it gives you time to think about your life. Have you ever wondered what got you into a stinky place in your life? Have you ever taken what the 12-step programs call a searching and fearless moral inventory and found that you, too, had quite a list of flights from God? or a trail of hurts behind you, or behaviors not worthy of your calling? Well, my friends, if so, welcome to the human race. It seems to me that Jonah took an inventory there in the depths while sloshing around in fishy digestive juices. God has called me as a prophet. Check. Go where God tells me to go. Ooh, no check mark there. Say what God tells me to say. Nope. Put God's call on my life above everything else. No. Trust that God will get me through whatever God calls me to do. No. Be willing to forgive. Ooh, double no on that one. Endanger other people while running from God. Yeah, check. Give indigestion to a perfectly nice big fish. Check. Maybe Jonah's internal dialogue went something like that. Maybe he feels ashamed of himself for straying so far from God's purpose and call. Maybe he feels guilty for putting the sailors through so much fear. Maybe he recognizes his disobedience and does not like what he sees. However that went, we see in chapter 2 that Jonah has some kind of a wake-up call 
as he stews there in the darkness along with bits of other things the fish has eaten. A very unpleasant place to be in every possible way. Yet it became an honest place, and that's a good thing. It was from this awful and honest place that Jonah cries out to God in the words we heard tonight. In the words of a number of different psalms, he prays. He confesses how far he has fallen in his flight from God, how deep into the heart of the sea. Listen to his despair. God, I am driven from your sight. He's gone down so far that he thinks God can no longer see him. But God was watching over Jonah every moment. God is not done with him. We have fallen down too, haven't we? We all need grace, God's unconditional gift of complete and utter love for us. And if in those low places of shame or guilt, when we see what we do not like in ourselves, if we, like Jonah, think that we have been driven from God's sight, if we think that God could not possibly see any value in us, Oh no, that is a terrible lie. God wasn't done with Jonah, and God isn't done with us. Out of great love, God gave us the gifts of repentance and confession and forgiveness so that each day can be a new beginning, a new chance to be who we are created to be. As Jonah cries out his despair from the darkness, God gives him an aha moment, a moment of clarity, a moment of grace. And Jonah says, as my life was ebbing away, I remembered the Lord. My prayer came to you. He remembers God. He remembers that God is with him and does care about him. And now Jonah moves from despair to gratitude. His tone changes and he proclaims, with the voice of thanksgiving, I will sacrifice to you. I will keep my vows. Jonah has a really good moment here. He remembers God and he remembers who he really is. So, Will he be a new man in chapter 3? Will he have a better attitude? We will see. Because at this point, God speaks to the most obedient creature in the story so far, the fish, and tells him to spit Jonah out. We'll catch up with Jonah back on dry land next week. Amen.